Welcome to Camp Radio, a podcast production of TN Baptist Camps, the official camps and conference centers of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. Camp Radio, discussing trends and issues that will encourage ministries and churches in their efforts to impact people for Christ. To learn more about TN Baptist Camps, visit us at tnbaptistcamps.org. Now, today's Camp Radio. Thank you for joining us on a special edition of Camp Radio today. I am Kevin Pearson, and today we have with us uh, Brad Anderson uh, that will be uh, with us during our discussion today. The special topic that we'll be talking about is really about online streaming or other ways or methods in which you can use to be able to do Bible study, uh, worship time uh, during this time in our country. And so this, I'm sure this will be uh, hopefully a resource for later on, because as we know, I believe this impacts, will impact our world from now on of how we interact with people, uh, how we do church, and just a lot of different avenues. But we want to uh, really take a few minutes and talk about these uh, methods that are out there available uh, right now. And uh, there's a lot of churches that are actually have quickly adapted and begin to do some online streaming for the worship services and uh did a uh, some sort of method in which they could do their Sunday school classes or just Bible studies, but, but there's a lot that are not, and uh, we want to just provide some sort of resource for you, some ideas that possibly have been used, uh, that we have used, and that we're familiar with, cost or even f- uh, free uh, for your use just a little bit of an idea of how these may work for your church. And so what we want to do today is just kind of really begin briefly about talking about these different types of ideas. I will tell you to start with that results that we have, we have heard from churches that have begun to do online streaming for their worship services has actually been very successful. And so I think they have experienced uh, things they did did not intend to. Uh, For example, uh, there was a church in Georgia that began to do online streaming through Facebook. And so they had an old congregation, very small church, around 30. And so uh, they began to stream uh, their services and uh, their numbers of people that were watching had dramatically went up. And so uh, they were getting some interaction. So their uh, worship times together as a small church suddenly became much broader, began to reach people around the world. And so uh, these are just some great possibilities. I hope that you'll look at this as not a, a distraction in any way, but more of a, as an opportunity in which uh, you can share the gospel message, uh, be able to bring those who have slipped away from church uh, back in or to a better relationship with the Lord. And so uh, we, we want to be able to share some of those things with you. Uh, Brad, why don't you begin to start us off with this? Yeah, basically what you want to do is there's there's all kinds of different platforms that you can use and just be aware that there are several uh, free platforms such as you can, uh, I've noticed that uh, there's a lot of youth groups, youth pastors that are using YouTube, which is free. Uh, the only thing about YouTube is it's you um, talk, so you get to record it uh, ahead of time. So you do your video and then you post it on to uh, YouTube, which is a great opportunity. And a lot of youth pastors are using it as an opportunity to allow their youth kids to do daily devotions. Some of them are giving tips of how to stay energized during uh, the quarantine. That's a, that's a platform that you can use. 
you can actually, what you can do with that is uh, pre-record it and you, a youth pastor could, and you could do this in your uh, church too, if you want to do daily v- devotions. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing this a lot on Facebook. Yeah, it's really popular. The pastors are sitting down doing a recording and we'll talk about Facebook in a few minutes, a recording, and then they uh, post it. Or mm-hmm. you can text a link to somebody. Most people have smartphones. Yeah. There are some who don't. Some don't have, there's a few that don't have uh, cell phones at all. But if you have a smartphone, uh, they could still press the link and be able to go to a brief devotion that you might want to go have with your congregation every day, something short, or even once a week. So this is the way to do it. Now, I did read that you could do live streaming on uh, YouTube, right. but I wasn't real clear about what all that meant. And now YouTube's basically free anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they do a lot of advertisement things. So you may want to do a little bit of research on YouTube and see if that's a possibility. Right. And, and YouTube's a, a great resource. So my, my recommendation on that is just be creative. Uh, keep it short because uh, on YouTube, you know, the longer you go, they're going to start interrupting with ads and stuff. So that's how they keep it free is they'll plug in ads into your videos. So keep it short, keep it sweet and, you know, be creative. Uh, there's a lot of opportunities there. And what's nice is with social media, you have a lot of different platforms. Facebook is probably the most popular social media platform that everyone has. So you're able to get in there and do Facebook live, which is real easy. You can do that with just a cell phone uh, and you can either, you can have somebody hold it or you can just prop it up in a chair or something. Just make sure that the view is clear and you can do live or you can do even recorded. Um, so you can kind of practice a couple of times. Um, so maybe that's what I'd recommend probably the first time is don't do it live. Get the hang of it first, you know, kind of record yourself, see what it looks like and then share it, which is a, a nice little platform. We do that all the time here. Uh, we do little clips with our cell phones where we're going around interviewing people or where we're just kind of showing what our volunteers are doing or whatever. We can record it, check it out, see what it looks like, see what we look like, you know, make sure my hair's in place. And then that way, uh, you know, I can check it and then I can either say, oh, I liked it or no, I didn't and do it again. So that's what I'd recommend on Facebook because you can get the hang of it a couple of times, then start doing live stream because on live stream on Facebook, it's really awesome because then you can have interactions uh, with your congregation and they can send you an amen or, you know, whatever. And so that way they can be uh, more involved in it. And so either you can do a sermon or you could even do just like a Bible study. Mm-hmm. You don't, it doesn't have to be a sermon. That's what's so awesome about this is you, whatever way you want to approach this, you can, you, cause I've seen where pastors are preaching. And then I've also seen where pastors are doing more of a Bible study type where they kind of talk and they'll be, you know, reading scripture, they'll be talking. And then somebody posts a, Hey, you know, what was David trying to do right here? You know, when he was doing this and the pastor can answer the question. So it's kind of a neat way to interact with people, uh, and all they have to do is just have Facebook. So, and we're emphasizing Facebook because it is free, and there's so many people who ha- do have it already. You, you may have a congregation that has a lot of people don't have Facebook. Right. It would be worth encouraging them to just open a Facebook account just for a short time, mm-hmm. and and not use it uh, any more than just to hear some encouragement by you. And they can always close that account. Uh, they have to actually gather friends, even communicate or see whether people's doing anything. If they just had a, a you, uh, the church, as uh, 
uh, one that they would follow, and then you could actually have that time that you could interact with them. And then that gives you the capability also on Facebook to create a page for your church, which you can give telephone number, a website if you have a website. And then not only that, but it's a free way for your church to promote the church. So you can talk about activities that are going on. And then that way, say you want to do, you're doing sermons on Sunday, but you decided, hey, I'd like to do a daily devotion. Well, this way you can just post it, put it right on your Facebook page for your church, and then they can go to it whenever they want. And so when they get on, they can see your little devotion that you're giving them or whatever. I would recommend too, and there's a lot with Facebook, yeah, but I would recommend maybe talk to someone who does does, does do it and mm-hmm. just uh, get their advice. Uh, of course, we're here available for you too. But if you did a, a page for your church, uh, which a lot of churches, no, big and small, have one, you can set it up that anyone can see your page. So that yeah. way you that gives you a broader audience you got a lot of people all over the world that will be seeing your sermons. And so you could even give an invitation uh, on on live and uh, let them respond. I think it will be a great method in which you can build a share with people. And just make sure that if you don't have a Facebook page and you are creating one for your church, make sure it is like a fan page, not a actual account, because then people have to send you friend requests. So you want it to be open to everyone. So it needs to be a page. If you have questions about that, uh, you can always contact Kevin or myself and we'll be happy to, to help you on that one. Now that's just one avenue. And, uh, it's a great let, let us uh, talk about a couple different ones. And, and of course, we're ta- talking a little bit more about the live streaming, but let's we'll come back to that. But I, I like for us to uh, mention a few things in which you could do uh, just a Bible study. Uh, and, and let me start uh, with one that I'm, I'm familiar with. I'm learning more and more about this is Zoom, Z-O-O-M. Zoom is a way in which you could could actually have a live interaction with your group. So, so for example, I have for my Sunday school class, when I'm teaching, I will have it set up. I send a link to uh, my class. They click the link. And at that certain time, when it's scheduled, say at uh, nine o'clock, then everybody in our class can click the link and they'll come to this one page and I can see everyone. Now, it's not, you don't, it, there's an option if you want to do video or not, but I can see everyone in my class or across my screen. And so they can see me and they can hear me and I can hear them. So you can actually go through your Sunday school class. You can mute them if, if there's a lot of background noise and then open it back up after you have questions. You can uh, uh, have Bible study and do any kind of interaction during that time. It's actually very good. I mean, it's a little awkward because you're not, if you're used to just teaching, it's not the same. It's not as smooth as if you're just standing in front of people, but uh, it's a great alternative. Uh, and it's much better than some of the others that I've been involved in in the past. But Zoom's a great, uh, great method. Now, there, this as well, some of these others we're going to mention, there may be a portion of it that might be free, but it may not give the full of um, amount of functionality that you really need. So, for example, Zoom is free. You can set up your own profile little account, um, but you can only do three people at a time, and it's only for 40 minutes. Well, obviously, um, unless your Sunday school class only has three people in it, that it wouldn't quite work. Uh, you could pay as little as $15 a month or up, up to $20 a month. Now, uh, based on my understanding that you don't have to commit to a year. So basically you could do that for one or two months 
If you did a lower price, the $15 a month, it gives you over 40 minutes up to 100 people. And as the price goes up, you have more functionality, more people can be involved. So your Sunday school class, if you had maybe 10 people or even 50 people, then with $15, and say if we only have to experience this one month, then that's just $15 that, that, you'll, that will be out of your pocket. And it's a great uh, way to build to interact, just like you were having Sunday school. And so I'd encourage you to look at these type of things, but it's called Zoom, Z-O-O-M, and you can just Google that, and uh, it'll give you more information and detail how, how to do it. There's some, actually some videos of how to set uh, a Zoom account up. Now that's just one method. Another method is uh, I'm just going. I don't know all the details of all of these, but we'll just mention a few of them. Uh, Skype. Uh, probably you have interacted with Skype in some way. There is a, a business Skype that you can download. It's free, and uh, you can uh, build it do uh, some sort of interaction as well. Now. Uh, you can only do 10 at a time. That's the problem with Skyping, and that might work for your small class. problem with Skype is not necessarily always a closed group, uh, but chances are you're not going to have somebody that's going to request to be a part of your group. And, and there's a lot more to that, but that's just a, a method that you might be interested in. Another one is Easy Talks Cloud Meeting. Uh, that, that's a basic. The basics of uh, that's about ten dollars a month. It's similar to all these others. WebEx is a meeting center, which they have a limit of twenty-five people. There's a cost with that too. And then go to meetings, and that usually starts about twenty dollars a month. And it's, all these are very similar. That uh, you know, if you're thinking on short term, just for a couple months, then it would be worth the investment to have your Sunday school, your weekly Bible study, or if your uh, if your youth pastor wants to get with their do the youth meeting on Wednesday nights, this would be a great method. There, you know, kids are already connected to social media anyway. This was just making more fun for them to be involved in. So that that's just a couple of different ways that you can connect your Sunday school and Bible study together. And uh, another limited free resource uh, is uh, FaceTime. And FaceTime is actually really awesome because everything is already downloaded onto your phone if you have an Apple phone. So uh, if everyone in your Sunday school class or some of your folks in your congregation, if they have a iPhone, um, you can FaceTime. You have a limit of up to 32 people. But the nice thing is, is it's simple. It's easy. You click the app. You pick the phone numbers of the people that you want to FaceTime. And so everybody pops up and it's a live streaming uh, free resource to you as long as everyone has an Apple uh, product. Let's shift gears and go to uh, talk about streaming. Before I do that, I want to give you a resource that you can uh, go to on the website of uh, the Tennessee Best Mission Board. And this will be very helpful. Uh, there's some videos there that uh, can t- give you other suggestions as well. And I, th- I believe there's some Lifeway links there too. Uh, if you'll go to uh, tmbaptist.org slash cvresources, and that's Tennessee Baptist or t- tmbaptist.org forward slash cvresources. And you can go there and get some additional information. I'll, I'll give you that uh, site again here in just a few minutes. We were talking about, we, we mentioned first uh, YouTube is a method in which you could record a Bible study, devotion, or uh, there are some chance you might be able to live stream on that, uh, which YouTube is free. Another way is Vimeo. Vimeo, 
there, you can do some live streaming on Vimeo. There is a cost to, to that, and I think it's $75 a month, uh, and that may not be a monthly payment, but more of um, you have to pay for a full year. depends on that commitment. You might want to check that out and see some detail what all that means, but that's just an avenue. Uh, also, uh, something that you're listening to right now is podcast. Podcast is not a live stream. The uh, interactive that you could do is have another person with you while you're doing this. You can basically teach a Bible study, do a, a devotion. Uh, you can preach from here. And if you want to do an interactive, you could have another person that uh, you could have more of a question and answer type thing on a, on a Sunday morning that they could tune into. The neat thing about this is you do a podcast, since it is pre-recorded, you can send a link to your congregation by text or email and they can just tune in anytime they want to. Now, the thing about a podcast is, is that you have to have a host site. And there's a lot more to this than just picking up your cell phone. Uh, but you have to have some place in which you would store that recording. There's a couple places that are free. There is uh, Podbean and uh, BizSprout Cloud. That's two that's free, but they probably comes with some sort of advertisement uh, that uh, goes on maybe while your podcast is going on, before or after, a number of different ways. And if you pay some, you could go to SoundCloud, which is that's where we host our podcast. And I checked with iTunes and Google Play. I believe you can do some sort of hosting on there. It's a little unclear, but mostly you can connect uh, your host site, like SoundCloud, to iTunes or Google Play, and people can listen to it if they want to use that platform. If they, and that depends on preference, if they have an iPhone or an Android. So uh, that just depends. But you can put a little money into it or a lot of money. Uh, Apple products, you can actually take, if you have a uh, tablet, you you can take the software that's on that uh, tablet and be able to do your own podcast, uh, do editing and all that uh, if you already have that type of equipment. So, But that's a neat thing to be able to do that you can continue to, to do ongoing. And it, it, it allows many other people around the world that they can listen and tune in to your podcast, which uh, may give you opportunity to build share Christ just outside of your church walls and outside your community as well. The last thing we want to talk about is about uh, if you're doing live streaming, if it's a video type of uh, recording, then there's methods in which you need to be able to, uh, or you should do, just to make your people feel like they're a part of the study or the worship service. Yeah, and so some of the tricks of the trade is making sure that your background isn't real busy uh, when you're uh, doing a video. So if, say, if I've taken my camera or my phone or whatever and, say, I've put it either on a chair or I have somebody uh, recording me or whatever, I want to make sure that I have um, a good background, something maybe like a wall or if, if you know how to make the background blurry in your settings, but you want to make sure that it's not distracting from what you're talking about and what you're saying. Um, so you want people focused on you. Another thing that you want to do is you want to make sure that you have constant eye contact with, uh, your people at home. So you want to be looking into the camera, uh, staring at them. Now you want to make sure that you're not just constantly staring down. I know that sometimes we need to look at our notes and stuff when we're talking, but we want to make sure that we're not 
looking down the whole time because if you're looking down it's not you know nobody's going to be engaged so you want to make sure that you're looking ahead and looking straight into the camera so good eye contact is something that is important another thing that's really important is lighting you want to make sure that you're not in a dark place you want to make sure that you're in a well-lit place outside is a good place to be um, but you don't want the sun in the background because when it shines past you it'll go directly into the camera and so it'll blur you out so too much lighting can also be a bad thing so you if you're doing it you want to if you're going to be outside which is always good you want to make sure that the sun is preferably above you or the sun has just gone down but you still have that lighting that's actually um, what people kind of consider peak time um, of lighting so make sure that you're um, using your lighting to your advantage last thing is i can't stress this enough just just have a good time um, be relaxed. Uh, don't be a ro robot. I know we have a tendency when we're being recorded to that we get a little nervous. And so we're kind of acting like a robot. So just be real loose. Just be yourself. I can't stress that enough. Just be yourself um, and just treat it as though your congregation is right in front of you like they always are. There is a great video on this resource I uh, stated a few minutes ago uh, about doing Facebook Live, and he gives a lot of detail on how to position your phone and how to set it up. He does a great job. Uh, that address, again, is tmbaptist.org forward slash CV resources. The last thing I want to talk about is just uh, giving. You know, a lot of churches have a little dilemma if they're not meeting. They don't know uh, how to encourage their congregation to give. Uh, so a, a couple of methods that are being used right now is drive-by giving. Uh, so basically they're setting a designated time and, uh, and and communicate that with all their congregation. And they uh, at that time, during a certain amount of hours, they'll, someone will be at the church. They just kind of drive up to the church. Someone's there, and uh, they can do their offering through the window. Another way would be online giving, which is a little bit more complicated. Uh, if you're not set up with that already, uh, then it will take a little bit of effort to do that. If you already have a website, you can easily uh, contact your uh, web creator and they could set this up. There's a little uh, cost with that, uh, but I think it'd be well worth having it, not just during this time, but just continue to do it because it's just convenient for people uh, nowadays. And if you're with a, if you have a, a older church, then online giving may not be the best method, but a drive drive up or drive by giving may be the me best method for you uh, or they can smell in their offerings will still work too uh, so that's just a couple of resources hopefully this is helpful to you and uh, but once again that website is tmbaptist.org forward slash cv resources yeah and one last thing is we really want to encourage you guys to do something don't do nothing. Just do something. Even if it is just sending out text messages, um, just saying, Hey, here's a scripture that God laid on my heart today. I just wanted to send it out to you guys. Here's some things that you can be praying for. You know, people will send prayer requests to you because you're the pastor, you're the leader. So if they're appropriate, you know, maybe send them out and say, Hey guys, here's some things that I want us to be praying for. You know, here's some people that have asked for prayer requests you know, use this to your advantage to gather your people together, even though we're being doing social distancing, we want to make sure that we're still being connected in, in a simple, simple text message of scripture, 
prayer request, prayer guide, whatever, will go a long way. So make sure that you're doing something. Well, we are uh, thankful that you've taken time to join us today. Hopefully this information has been helpful to you. If you would like to have some help, if you have some questions for what we talked about today or just what we do at TM Baptist Camps, please send us an email at ccinfo at tmbaptist.org. Until next time, I hope that you'll look for opportunities to start a conversation about Christ with someone you know. Thanks for listening to Camp Radio, a podcast production of TN Baptist Camps, the official camps and conference centers of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. This and other episodes can be downloaded from tnbaptistcamps.org. The ministries of Carson Springs and Linden Valley are supported through the cooperative program gifts received through the Golden Offering for Tennessee Missions. For more information, visit tnbaptistcamps.org.